Welcome to the Radical RMT podcast. My name is Krista and I am the host of this podcast. It's a solo episode today and we were going to talk about uh, researching, referring, and basically repeating that process. How do you feel about referring out uh, to other therapists, whether they be be other massage therapists or whether they be a chiropractor, a physiotherapist, or somebody else that uh, your client particularly needs in order to progress in their healing. So we've got three main points that I do want to talk about today, and then there's probably going to be some rambling on in between. Um, But how does it feel when you know that you've reached maybe the limits of your um, skills with a client. How do you feel about referring out when you know you're going to be away on holidays or a mat leave or for any extended period of time? Um, How do you feel about referring out to other therapists within your clinic space? Uh, I am very fortunate to work in a space with at least a dozen other massage therapists who are each incredibly gifted and they have such strengths that I do not have. And I think it's really important to recognize those strengths in order to provide our clients as a group um, with the very best possible care. So let's explore that, shall we? Let's talk about referring out in order to help your client heal and get the type of treatment plan that they need and deserve. I have some hefty notes for this, so bear with me. Um, Let's talk about doing your research. So step one, let's look at who you are actually referring to. If you're about to refer your client uh, to somebody, how do you actually feel about them? Um, and there's a great podcast episode uh, with Jamie, um, the fat positive episode that would, might be helpful um, as an aside for this as well. But do, does the person you're about to refer to, do they align with your values as well? Part, part one. And um, are they are they skilled? Obviously, it's you don't just want to refer to somebody that might just be in your your neighborhood let's say, although that is super convenient. If you don't know that individual personally, what would be your approach in order to get to know them better? Um, So you want to do your research so that you can confidently refer to other massage therapists and to other healthcare professionals. Um, The research is not going to be as boring as it sounds um, because you can actually get in there and get treatments. You can have a coffee conversation and get to know this person better and to know what their strengths are. Um, The way you refer is also important. So number two, um, we'll elaborate on these as well. So number two is the way you refer is important and the language you use can help your client take action immediately and it can reflect your attitude about other healthcare professionals. So your reaction is also very important when a client may ask your opinion on a chiropractor or a physiotherapist, maybe just the profession in general. 
So if a client does ask, hey, what do you think about chiropractics? Well, what is your reaction to that? And is it, um, is it professional, essentially? Um, if you've never had a chiropractic adjustment and you're just going by what other people have experienced, if that's a positive or a negative experience, um, are you just going by what they're saying or have you actually had a chiropractic adjustment? And if it was a negative experience and even if it was positive, just remember that it's your experience, but the professions themselves each hold their own strengths and their place in um, the well-being of a client. So um, even though you may not agree with a certain um, practice or a certain practitioner, they certainly can help your client to heal better. So make sure you're keeping an open mind about the different practices. Um, We're not enemies. We can all work together and um, we can all just create this wonderful team to support a client and help them heal faster. And we also uh, just want to trust that that there there is abundance to go around, of course, right? There's always there's always more. And there and referring out doesn't mean that you will go without. So just remember that as well. So step three is going to be that all you have to do is just keep repeating step one and step two. So you're going to do your research on the different practices and you're going to do your research on the different practitioners and then you're going to keep referring and you may not need to refer every single client, um, but um, you you might have a, a benefit for them in different areas. So the more you are curious about other healthcare professionals and the different modalities that are out there, uh, the better it will be for yourself uh, and for your your practice. Anything from evidence-based to the unexplained. I think it's important to try what is out there and to really, really try the range. Um, Because again, there is going to be something out, out there for everybody and you may not be able to understand it yourself and you might not be able to explain it. Um, but if it does help somebody, I'm not, I'm not against, um, referring, I'm not against, um, talking to them about it. I'm not against trying it out myself. First of all, is what I would highly recommend just out of curiosity. I mean, you're, you're a healthcare practitioner, you're in tune with energy, you, um, you have an appreciation for the body you should be curious about these these different modalities just so that you can also say like if a client asks about a particular technique then you can confidently say yes I've tried it and yes it helped or no it didn't or maybe it didn't work for you but you understand the principles behind a technique and you think that this can really help a client So have you ever tried to rebook a client, but you have no availability on your calendar for weeks? How do you feel about referring to another massage therapist that you work with potentially, like I am fortunate um, to do, or 
somebody else you know in the community. So in the neighborhood, are there other massage therapists, which there very well might be because there are massage clinics on almost every corner like Starbucks these days. And there still seems to be no shortage of clients. So please keep that in mind. And so do you feel comfortable? Like you don't have two weeks, two weeks, maybe a month. And this client that really could need to see you um, more frequently than, than in a month from now, you don't have any availability. What and how do you do you feel about referring to another massage therapist? If it immediately gives you a little bit of anxiety, a little, you feel a little bit possessive, you might want to check into that um, because you're ultimately supposed to look out for the best of the client. Um, and chances are even, I mean, even my own experience, when you offer another massage therapist, you say, listen, I'm really sorry. I can't see you for another month. And you you try, you try so hard to try to fit them in. You try to open up another hour earlier or stay a little bit later and you put them on a wait list and it just it doesn't work out. Then, um, offering another massage therapist more often than not, um, just by you offering like the client will usually say, I would rather wait for you. They love what you've done in their first session and they would rather wait for you. And that can be a really rewarding, uh, some really rewarding feedback. Um, but you're not going to know unless you ask. And so don't, don't not ask, um, just because you're afraid that they may say yes and then disappear. If they do choose to stay with that other therapist, sometimes it is just based on availability and sometimes it's just based on geography or where they are located in the city might be more convenient for them. Um, don't take it personally. Don't don't chase it up necessarily or, or worry about what you did or think that you shouldn't have referred out. It was just meant to be and there will be another client uh, to fulfill that spot. I promise you. Have you ever reached a plateau in your progress with a client? And, um, you know, we, we can kind of hear what they, what they might say, like the massage really helps. I feel good for a few days, maybe even a week, but then the pain comes back or you've really progressed and, um, you know, the original reason why they came in is gone, but they still have this other thing that's going on. That's just not going away. Well, there, I feel as a practitioner, as a massage therapist, this is about my practice. There's only so much that I can do. There are only so many techniques that I have up my sleeve. There is only so much research that I've personally done, or I've reached my capacity to find out and understand what is happening with this individual. There's only so much within our scope of practice as well that we can, we can do. So at that point, I am not shy. My, my rule is about three treatments. If this person has trusted me for three treatments and they are not seeing change, like they're usually going to get some positive results. But like I said, if it's not long lasting change, um, and there are lots of other factors that can contribute to this as well, but I just try to empower them that after three sessions, we should, we should see some progress. We should see something changing in the way that your body is feeling. 
And if they're not experiencing anything like that, any benefit from the massage, um, working with their goals, of course, um, as well, then, then I, I refer out and my go-to is usually chiropractics. It depends on what's going on. I've usually already had a conversation about them in the second massage about their comfort level with chiropractics and, or maybe an osteopath, um, because I just feel like it's time to introduce another, um, healthcare practitioner, somebody who has skills, that I do not have and that they might um, really get to the root of what's going on with this client. Most of the time, these clients do not stop seeing me for a massage. And that's part of what I talk to them about as well is that chiropractics can really complement your care. And we do have an episode with uh, Dr. Melanie Stewart, who was a massage therapist for 10 years and is also a chiropractor really great episode, um, with her as well. I can post in the notes. And so it's just, it's just wonderful to, to have that as a compliment to the massage care. And so they might see, um, the chiropractor for a few sessions. And then the chiropractor that I refer to is amazing. And she will then tell that chiropractor, she'll tell that client when it's time to come back for a massage. So we work really well together and the client can see, can see that and they trust us to tell them when to go to whom and, and, uh, and how often. And they usually get much, much better results from it. It's usually, um, you know, people didn't even have chiropractics on their mind and then, um, they, uh, they, they get great results. It doesn't have to be a chiropractor, whoever you feel is the next best, um, compliment to the massage care, um, that you, uh, you'd like to introduce. So has a client ever asked your opinion about another type of therapy? We, uh, we sort of touched on this near the beginning, um, you know, like what have you, what is Reiki? Um, how do you feel about acupuncture? All, all these things. And I feel really good that I have gone and experienced many techniques. If there's something that I am not familiar with, um, then I like to go and get the therapy done myself so that I can explain that to the client based on my experience. I think that's one of the best ways that we can gain the client's trust as well as a great way, as I've already said, to meet the practitioner. It's, um, it's just really helpful. And, you know, it's, it's professional development. You're usually going to have a really wonderful conversation while you're getting your treatment, or you just immerse yourself in the, the full experience so that you can put yourself in your client's shoes when they're going to see this individual. Have you ever, um, let's say in December, you know, similar to um, your unavailable, December is crazy busy for massage therapists. And although most massage therapists are going to be busy that time of the year, if you cannot fit somebody maybe new on your schedule, you have them on the phone. Instead of saying, um, no, I don't have any availability right now, how do you feel about giving them the phone number to the massage therapist down the street 
or looking at the bigger schedule, like the broader schedule of other practitioners that you may also work with and offer up another time. Uh, I think that that's really important. Um, I certainly, um, our clinic is open on Sundays um, by choice for the therapists that choose to work on Sundays, but we never used to be available on Sundays. And I remember getting a phone call once um, for somebody looking for a Sunday, only a Sunday. And I, we don't do Sundays, but that wasn't where the phone call ended for me. I gave them the phone number for a massage clinic in the area that I did know for sure was open on a Sunday. Um, what happened after that is not, you know, not my concern, but I just felt much better and um, about being able to provide some guidance. If they only wanted Sunday and we don't do Sunday, that was, that was the best that I could do for them. Um, you know, I certainly feel like some people's reaction would be that, you know, you just gave business to the competition. Well, that is one person's or many people's opinion or feelings. But I promise, again, there is so much to go around. Um, abundance is, is one of my favorite words. And um, a, there's certainly an abundance of massage clients out there. So basically, as you've also done your research now on the different um, the different practitioners that are out there or the different techniques that are out there, and you've tried them yourself, you've looked into it, you've asked around. One of the best ways, actually, going back to that topic before I move on, is when you have several clients who are going to the same person. Like if you know that your massage therapist, you're as a massage therapist, your clients. Um, a lot of them be like, oh, like I just saw my physio this week. Great. Who's your physiotherapist? Um, it's just good to have some of those names, uh, around to, to look into. But if you start to hear the same names or the same clinics over and over again, and, and your clients are getting better, this is, uh, this is great. So you keep those clinics and those names tucked in your back pocket for sure. So just, uh, you know, remember that as you're doing your research, um, you know, know your limits that you are only one person and, um, you have your strengths a thousand percent, you know, what you are the best at, and you know what you like to, to treat and the type of client that you like to treat as well. And if there is somebody else out there who can treat this client better, then you are a stand-up person and you deserve, like you, you should, the client deserves that type of care. Um, so you're an exceptional therapist if you do that. Um, and I think that we should all have that attitude. Um, if you have like a great group of um, allied professionals that you already know, um, like maybe you all grew up together and you want to use a physio and want to use a chiropractor and want to use a massage therapist. I mean, right there, if you all like each other and you know that you're super skilled, then you can, you can have that, um, support. Once you have these names all together, um, yeah, once you, once you know the practitioners that you want to use, 
Uh, it's always helpful to have their business cards on hand in um, in your clinic, either in your room uh, and they can be tucked away for just when you need them. Or uh, you can also have a spreadsheet available um, on the, like the clinic computer so that you can just refer to it or print it off. Um, that's really helpful as well. If you are going to see another practitioner in person and you're going to get a treatment from them, like I always think it's nice to just be honest about like you are a massage therapist and you may have things that you want them to particularly work on, which is great because that'll give you a lot more personal like feedback, but like don't pretend to not be a massage therapist and just go in all clueless and, or, and seemingly clueless. Like you don't, you know, you don't know anything about your condition or, um, that you don't know anything about physiotherapy or whatever it is that you're there to experience. Um, just be honest with them that you are a healthcare practitioner, but you're, um, very curious and you want to know what it is that they do so that you can help to potentially refer business to them. Um, and they will be super grateful for that experience. Um, also, yeah, so with the expectations, when you do book with a practitioner, um, just know upfront uh, that like you will likely, um, more than likely, be paying full price for that service unless you've had a conversation about it in advance and that you are going to provide um, a trade. But just know, know that just because you are a healthcare practitioner also doesn't mean that they're going to give away their services just because you want to try it. So if you go in with that mentality, just make sure that you understand the expectations of the treatment. Um, it's, it's just really wonderful to get that experience in person because then you get that, um, that full, full treatment as if you were a client and then you have that experience to share with your clients. So once you refer, um, well, first of all, you, well, when you refer, um, don't be scared that you will never see this client again. Um, and don't be scared to refer because you feel like you may not see this client ever again. That is, very, you know, it can happen, but it's very rare. Um, if anything, this makes you look like a superstar and really professional that you're looking out for their needs above your own. Um, so that's, that's how it looks to them. And so don't be scared to refer out. Um, if you have those therapists within your own clinic, the other thing that I really love about referring within the clinic space that I work is that we're not referring business out, right? So if um, you you do refer to somebody down the street because you don't have um, access to that person within your own clinic, um, then yeah, okay, the business may be, may, I don't want to say losing money, but the business will not retain that client potentially. But if you get um, these wonderful massage therapists in one space and I don't have the skills to carry this client forward, but I know the perfect massage therapist for you and they are right here in this clinic space, then the client 
doesn't have to change locations. They just get to come to that same location that they're used to. Um, the rate is going to be the same if they're usually seeing another massage therapist. They don't have to fill out any extra paperwork. Um, and you're keeping the business of the massage client within that massage practice that hopefully it makes comes across as I think it does in my head that um, I'm just really glad that I get to keep some of that business within the four walls of the business where I work which is lovely um, going back to responding to about other practitioners or techniques with other clients be very careful about how you respond um, like I said, if you don't like chiropractics or you don't like Reiki, you've had a negative experience, just explain that that was your experience. Try not to trash talk. Um, you know, again, we're all friends. There's no reason to be enemies and there's no reason to put another profession or, um, another person down. Um, if you don't feel that, that an individual is qualified, you're certainly allowed to say that, um, but, you know, if there's personal reasons, then, then just leave those um, to yourself. Um, one reason why I might refer to another massage therapist within my clinic space is pressure. My pressure may not be the right pressure for an individual. Could be on the heavy side or it could be on the light side, depending on the individual. However, I am so glad that I have had a massage with almost every massage therapist that I, I work with in the clinic space. Sometimes the, cl the schedules just don't work out and we work at like the exact same time. So we're not able to see each other for massages. But um, because I've been on their table and I know their pressure, if a client says to me um, that you know, like, and they usually won't tell you outright, like your pressure wasn't enough, but if they keep asking and you've gotten to your limits, I am not afraid to say at the end of treatment, you know, overall, how is the pressure? Do you feel you could have used more or maybe it's less, but if they respond, yes, I could have used more pressure. No problem. My ego is not big enough that I I'm not willing to give them the name, names of other therapists within the clinic space that I work that can provide like bone crushing, take your breath away pressure because I've had it myself and it's good. So, um, so certainly that helps you refer, like that's an example of why I've referred within my clinic space. It's not really worth it. I feel it's, it's, it's important to work smarter, not harder. And if at the end of the day, you know your strengths and deep tissue or lymphatics is not one of them, then totally for your own sanity, like just, just refer out. It's all good. Um, remember that the client has to also be ready to accept the introduction to another healthcare practitioner. I think it's important to bring it up when you feel that it's needed, but that client may still continue to come and see you dozens of times before it sinks in that they might actually need somebody, somebody else. 
So I gently nudge almost every time I see them. I try to keep the that in my notes as well. Um, have we talked about this yet? Yes. Okay. I won't. I won't like bug them about it today. But then the next treatment. Okay. So it's been two. And okay. Now I'm gonna bring it up. I'm gonna bring it up again. Just see how they're. If they've called. If they've called. Have they called this practitioner yet? Have you looked into it yet? That's all. And then when they're ready, they'll they'll make the call. Um, as of you know, right now, they are perfectly happy to see you and keep putting money in your pocket. And they're okay with the the temporary progress. They might like your company in the conversation, and all of those have valid reasons um, for them to continue seeing you as well. You're providing something of value there, and that is why they keep coming to see you. Ultimately, this is going to make your job a lot easier. Remember that. It's also helpful for your own networking. So if you refer a client to another healthcare practitioner um, and that healthcare practitioner asks how they found out about you, um, well, they're going to say that it was my massage therapist who thought that I should come and see you. And who knows what attitude that person had about massage therapy um, I know that I've climbed some uphill battles um, about it, as I'm sure many of us have, about the perception of massage therapy or our qualifications. But then here's a massage therapist referring um, to another practitioner prof- professionally that because my, my skill set, uh, I recognize the skill set in them, and... Uh, I, I trust them with this client. Um, and so that helps your name as a professional get out there, which is pretty cool. Um, and you can always reach out ahead of time as well and let this practitioner potentially know. Like you can't guarantee that this person is going to call, but potentially know that you have referred them a new client um, and you can also have a conversation about what's going on with that client if they actually do book so they they have a little bit of background before that client gets in to see them Um, so that's that's pretty cool as well when other practitioners start to hear your name and start to recognize that maybe oh you do know more than I thought you did Um, or you're a better a better person than I thought that you were. That's always a nice, a nice feeling. Once you know they're starting to see another practitioner as well, keep that in mind when you are continuing to see them for massage therapy. Um, I avoid ever saying, okay, you can stop seeing this other practitioner now. I have no, no place to say that. Um, I don't even think it. Um, it's, it's just like if they ask like should I keep seeing this other person like maybe they are starting to feel better Um, I say no keep seeing this individual and ask them what their treatment plan is Um, we have a different you know we have a different agenda going on Um, and when you are rebooking that client just take their now busier schedule into account Um, 
And if you know that they're seeing a physiotherapist, well, when are you seeing the physiotherapist? Oh, you're seeing them on Wednesday. Okay, well, how about I wait until Saturday to see you? Or how about I see you next week so that you have one of us taking care of you each week? Um, and, and that can really help the client um, with their, with their um, treatment plans as well, I should say. Because um, sometimes the clients are just looking for uh, some reassurance and some advice and and they are getting better, but they don't want to stop and, and they don't. At that point, it's usually the, 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 you know, the combination of practitioners that are helping um, the client. Um, so it is important to keep them both going uh, for as long as needed. What about when your client how okay okay, i'll back up so when our when we do refer out or when our clients can't get an appointment with us but they do choose to see another therapist maybe they just booked themselves you know you didn't even have a conversation about it they just booked themselves on the schedule because they need a massage and they booked themselves in with another um therapist how you react to them when say you're working the same day and you happen to see them um very often the client will feel like they're cheating on you and i really don't like it's very i see it a lot um and it's not that it's not that way at all so the way that you approach them or the way that you see them and you you say obviously like hello and um you know, the way that you speak about the other massage therapist or, you know, the way that you acknowledge and acknowledge them and, and reassure them that they're in good, you know, they're in good hands or enjoy your massage, you know, like, like I'll catch you later. That kind of thing is, is really positive. And I think it's really important to help put the client at ease that they do not need to stay with one practitioner for life. And we all know massage therapists who are holding on to clients for dear life. And it's not healthy for the client or for the massage therapist. Um, And that is a a client who for sure will feel like they are uh, letting their massage therapist down or cheating on their massage therapist if they actually need to see somebody somebody different in conclusion after this little ramble here as my dog shakes out some energy um clients know when you have their best interest at heart and referring out is actually one of the ways they will see you as a professional and not that you are pushing them away or that you are um you lack skills you know you you're being very professional and admitting that you've, you know, there's somebody else that can help them with this particular, um, client. Um, the clients are more often than we realize looking to us for guidance on the next steps they should take for their health. If we have the knowledge, we should be willing to share it with others. Um, so the three points we touched on in this episode were, Doing the research on the different types of healing in the way that is most comfortable for you 
Um, and one of them is obviously being to get on their table. But if you don't have time, you don't have the funds, totally fine. Get on, a, get on the phone with them. Uh, study their website. If you have questions, just email them. Uh, or just a little email, hello, um, would, would be great as well. I'm the massage therapist in your, in your neighborhood. I'd love to be able to refer to you. Can you tell me a little bit more about the conditions you love to treat or what your strengths are? And they will love to tell you about it. Um, also, maybe like before part one is that you need to self find out for yourself what your attitude is about referring out. How do you feel about referring out, referring your clients out or even within your clinic to another massage therapist? So that is like before part one, really see how, how that sits with you um, and maybe work on that if you, uh, if it doesn't sit too well. Um, then part two, okay, you're going to refer out. Remember the language that you use is important. The timing is not necessarily going to be on your, your agenda. It, the, the timing will come when the client is ready. You should still recommend. Um, but the, you know, just because the client doesn't go doesn't mean that they, they don't trust you. Um, and then, uh, and then trusting that the other practitioner is, is going to show up for your client as well. And number three, just repeat. So if you practice your self-care routine and you get a massage or you get some body work done, you know, once a month, once every other week, then try these different practitioners, work them into your schedule, book appointments in advance go through their booking system and learn how to make an appointment. Again, you're getting that full client experience and just keep referring. Just, just keep, um, you know, professionally referring, uh, when, when you need to. So, you know, it's all about, um, collaboration and not competition. And there is enough clients, uh, for everybody. Um, thank you so much for listening. And this was a little bit all over the place. I have notes, but then I've got personal stories and ramblings as well. So thank you for listening to the Radical RMT podcast. I hope you have an awesome day. If you liked this episode, please let me know. Um, please share your review and please share it with another radical RMT. Take care.